Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! D Gen Nation, what is up? What is happening? We are back again. Finally, it is week one. Finally, there is football on the TV. Rams and Bills, what is it, 24 to 10? But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about week one. Maddie, back with us as always. And then, you know, finally, out of out of prison, <laughs> is, is D-Bro is able to join us once again for a DFS show. We have a long time waiting. But we're happy to have you back. Oh, Kev, you wanted the smoke. You asked me to come back in here. You, uh, I, I'm kind of wondering if you're reg- going to regret that decision, my friend. Never. Absolutely not. I'm going to take <laughs> you to task, as always. <laughs> Love it, dude. I'm glad to be back. Love you, boys. Nothing better than talking football with friends. It feels like a reunion. It's a homecoming of sorts, my guys. Amen to that. It's good to have you back on. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So, that being said, since we're gonna, this will probably be a three-hour show. So let's uh, yeah, try no, to. Yeah, no, it's not gonna be. I can't, can't today. <laughs> well, let's let's, let's let's see what we can do here. So, on this show, if you are new here, we go position by position. We do not go game by game. So, let's start with the quarterback positions. Let's start with the six K and above guys. Tell me, who are you guys? Who are you guys rocking with this week? Oh, Maddie, you want to lead this off? I don't have a salary. No, you're in front the of me. you're the guest, man. Oh god. Okay. You, you kick it off. Um, I don't have salaries in front of me, fellas, but um, I can tell you who I like. I likes a lot. And let's get you want to roll down salaries here, Kev. Yeah, so we got Patrick Mahomes at seventy seven hundred, Justin Herbert at seventy six hundred. We have Lamar Jackson at seventy three hundred, Kyler Murray at seventy two hundred, Aaron Rodgers at seven k. Then Jalen Hurts at 6,800, Joe Burrow at 6,400, Kirk Cousins at 6,100, and Trey Lance wrapping out the 6K group at 6K. I mean, look, um, Maddie and I, we're all talking about this before we went live and stuff. Hurts is coming in popular. I'm still going to have exposure to him. Um, we know that quarterback ownerships are going to be flat, um, even if he's chalky. It just, you, there's different ways to stack it. So Hurts is definitely going to be up there. Lamar, I'm going to have exposure in uh, skinny stacks with Mark Andrews. I, I don't understand how many years we have to go through this to where right now I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes is at 8%. Kind of curious where that goes, but I'm going to have some Patrick Mahomes. Um, it's going to happen. Um, I think this is a good week to kind of get weird, though, guys. Like, you know, I like, especially depending on what you're doing, uh, Maddie, uh, we're in the qualifier streets. And uh, if you're in large field tournaments, I think there's some quarterback plays that stick out that. If you want to kind of get different with it, that makes some sense, though, man. Um, I know Maddie and I were talking about Matt Ryan, um, at least having some interest possibly in him. 
Um, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm going to have some Aaron Rodgers. That's a definite, man. Um, I think that uh, Minnesota's secondary is slow. They can get beat by speed. Um, I think that the pieces to follow with him are, are easy. And no, I'm not playing Sammy Watkins. Um, but that's going to be a lot of the quarterbacks that I'm playing. Um, I didn't mention Herbert or Lance, but you could toss them in there too. Um, I mean, really, it's just... It's a lot of ways where if you're going to like run 10 to 20 teams this week, um, there are a lot of quarterback plays, a lot of guys that it's going to be hard for me to kind of narrow it down. I know, Maddie, you're probably going to what do your usual like one team or three teams. Um, yep. It's, Always. it's this, is, this is one of those teams or weeks where I'm probably going to run 10, I'm probably going to run 15 teams. Just because my, my pool is going to be a little bit bigger than usual because there's a lot of games that I want exposure to in week one when we have no information. This sometimes you can kind of take advantage of some of that when some quarterbacks get no love and other players or stacks are just going to go overlooked. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and and I know you touched touched on Mahomes very briefly, but uh, I mean it's the highest total game of the week, and he's the third high, projected third highest on quarterback right now. And I just think you know with how how priced up he is he's 7700 he's not super easy to fit in so i th i think he you know is going to come in with his ownership a little in check here um and i think it's probably gonna be lower to i that think point. it is i think it is too because and people uh, don't know who to stack him with they're like well we exactly. play kelsey but who the hell else do they want to play there's, they don't want they, they want to shy away from the rest of it yeah there's a ton of uncertainty right now around around the chiefs you know weapons and and We've seen both Mahomes and Rodgers when Tyreek Hill has missed games and when Devontae Adams have missed games, they still throw for 300-plus yards and, and multiple touchdowns. And it's it's because it's a quarterback league, right? So when when the good QBs make receivers better, the good receivers don't necessarily make the bad QBs better. So it's, you know, I tend to side with the, the really good QBs are still going to be really good, uh, even when they lose their really good wide receivers. So uh, I think both Rodgers and Mahomes are going to benefit from an ownership standpoint because of uh, those guys not being there and because of uncertainty of where the ball is going to go. But I mean, if Lazard plays, you know, he's the guy I want. Uh, we've, we've seen him put up 150, you know, six catches, 150 yards in a, in a score uh, one game when Devontae Adams missed. Uh, that was two seasons ago, but I mean, we've seen him, you know, be the guy. So he can't do it. At this point, I kind of think he's going to be, he's going to be out. I mean, Kev, do you yeah. think he's going to play? No, I, like don't, I, I don't think on, so. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think he plays. Yeah, so I mean that even that narrows down the receivers for Green Bay even more, right? I mean, you've got Christian Watson who didn't really play much this this preseason uh, because of injuries, but I mean he's definitely going to be out there. We've heard Rodgers, you know, speak highly of him in interviews. Same with Romeo Dubes. I mean, that guy has been playing and has been spoken highly of. We've seen him produce in the preseason as well, and then you know Tunyon. Who knows if he plays? He's questionable with coming back from off the ACL, but. Um, and you've got the two running backs that Rodgers loves to throw to. And I really don't even hate stacking one of them if you're playing Rodgers, you know, running Rodgers with Jones or Rodgers with Dylan uh, and then picking one of the wide receivers like Watson or, or Dubes. Um, Who, who's your favorite wide receiver? I got to say, I got to say that because like well, I, I'm not playing Sammy Watkins. Are you? No, no, definitely not. And I, I don't think I can bring myself to play Cobb either. He's just so yeah. so much of a possession guy that you know he's, he's got situational. To, yeah, he's, in the he's red got zone, to, he gets nothing. He's got to see you know ten plus targets for him to have a shot at hundred yards. So, um, yeah. I, it's probably got to be one of the rookies, right? And I would just probably play Rodgers with Aaron Jones uh, and one of the rookie receivers, whether it's Watson or Dubes, probably Watson. But um, 
I want to double I, stack I just, him, dude. Be honest with you. I want yeah. I want to play Dobbs and I want to play Watson. That's yeah. that's the direction I'm leaning right now. I don't I don't hate it. And like I said, <clears> you know, Rogers. It, I mentioned this on last week's um, podcast. If you go back and look at Cousins versus Green Bay and and Rogers versus Minnesota, they both light each other up. It's it's yep. th- those two teams just score a ton of points via passing against each other, and it's you know two two defenses you can run the ball against as well. So it's just not really much you know, in the way of, of defenses in that game. It's a, you know, fourth highest total of the week, but yet it's coming in as like one of the lowest owned uh, games of the week. So that's a game I really, really, really like. And I think it's because of the uncertainty we're, you know, we're seeing uh, from a, a pass catcher standpoint. So I like Rogers a lot. I like Mahomes a lot because for the, for those reasons. Um, and if I was, you know, if you just told me to pick the best QB on paper this week, it's Jalen Hurts, but he's also going to be the most popular. So uh, there's definitely definitely some merit to wanting to fade him and, and get different. And, and and when you say fade Jalen Hurts, it's not because you think he's going to have a bad game, right? It's because you're hoping that one of these other games is, you know, Rodgers is going to throw four or five touchdowns or Mahomes is going to throw four or five touchdowns, whereas Hurts only going to throw two. And, you know, Miles Sanders scores a long, uh, you know, like a 40-yard rushing touchdown or Boston Scott sneaks one in or Gainwell sneaks one in because that can happen for the Eagles. Yep. So it's, you know, it's not necessarily saying – Hurts going to have a bad game. It's saying I'm playing ownerships and I think Mahomes or Rogers could easily throw for four or five touchdowns. Um, and, and cousins as well. Yeah. You know, cousins too. And he cousin, we talk about content. We, you know, we just mentioned continuity before we hopped on the show mm-hmm. that Minnesota offense is the exact same offense, with, but with yep. a better offensive coordinator. So like, why are we not, you know, well, wanting to game. load up on, on cousins and Jefferson and Thielen and, and Dalvin cook. And I mean, uh, I yeah, I, I really like Minnesota too. So I love that game and I think it's gonna yeah. go really overlooked. It's I think going overlooked. Get, and yeah, I honestly may just end up with a, a full blown Minnesota stack. I think that the way you, you balance out the Hertz stuff is you just full game stack it. Um or you you mix in some of these other popular games like you run a Hertz and we're talking about AJ Brown's not coming in high. You single stack him with AJ Brown yeah. and then you just put like an unpopular game instead of like saying I'm going to go to Kansas City. I'm going to go to the Chiefs. I'm going to go to these other places that are more popular. Maybe they're more popular. It's like, well, I mean, screw it. I'm just going to put Packers and Vikings around it. And then I'm going to cut the ownership, the total ownership of my lineup. So, you know, that's how you balance it out. Yep. I agree. Yeah, well, I mean. Kev, we know you're playing Trubisky. Why don't you just go ahead and give us a take? It's I mean, your week, Kev. It's your time to shine. Truth Bisky, million dollar winner. He's got the starting job. I mean, this is the time where you just let it all hang out, Kev. Come on, new to the streets, baby. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can do that. But uh, that's it. That's it. That's all you that's got. All you got. Like, no. So this it? is so this is this this <laughs> this is where I come in on this. One, Patrick Mahomes is uh, easy play. Uh, very easy play. Uh, I think you stack him with Kelsey. I think you stack him with Juju. I know we'll get into that later. But uh, I think you stack him with Juju, and that's that, that's who you should look to play him with. Uh, I also think that uh, I'm not playing Aaron Rodgers in this matchup. Uh, really? I just have no faith in any of those weapons that they have. Like, and I, yes, I get it. We've seen, you know, in years past and all this stuff, you know, that, that it's happened and he's been able to, uh, you know, withstand that. But like we saw last year, week one, they just get absolutely rocked and by the Saints. And this is on the road. And I, I just am not like, have no faith whatsoever. Like I have no idea who 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 you even want to play him with. Uh, I think it could go all over the place. I I, I think Sammy Watkins could be the guy. Uh, could it, it, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. 
Uh, he's kind of the veteran that's there that, you know, I think still has a, whatever amount of juice left in the tank. You've already nailed it with um, Randall Cobb and, you know, that he's much, he's just a situational guy. He'll, he'll, he's not going to play very much. Um, so he's not a factor. And then who else do you really throw the ball to? Like, who are you afraid of in that offense at all? Like, there is nobody in that offense. Like, Christian Watson was very late, uh, even even to get started in the training camp. He was hurt. Like, I don't think he would be the guy. I, I like maybe Romeo Dobbs, but again, is that like a, is that a, is that a, you know, just a preseason, you know, hype type guy that, you know, we, we like we've seen like, like last year, Terrace Marshall's kind of the same way. Preseason was crushed and then did absolutely nothing in the regular season. I get there's nobody else really there. There's no alpha, but like, there's just nobody there that really gives me any confidence to play. Yeah, Aaron Jones is going to see so many checkdowns. Very well could. And and I, I well, would rather if I'll I was gonna to play if I was gonna do anything, that's why I just wouldn't play Aaron Rodgers and just play Aaron Jones. Like because like I just don't know really what to do with them. And like uh, Am I just you know, am I just Minnesota onslaught with an Aaron Jones? Yes, I, I love like, the Minnesota yeah. side. I love Aaron no, Jones. That's a good call. Uh, Aaron Jones is in a like Packers are getting beat beat up and Rodgers has to throw, but it's you know a ton of dump offs because that's so, all they're giving them. What I will say to the wide receivers, so if Lazard were playing like Lazard's out. Cobb's not going to come in in two wide receiver sets. So it's going to be Dobbs or Watson. One of those guys is going to have to play full time because they're not going to trust Cobb in the, on the outside. They could With rotate Watkins. him. They could rotate him. I mean, they could. But what I'm saying is, like, but if they don't, you know what I'm saying? One of those guys has to get snaps. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely <laughs> upside. You've got a guy, you got Aaron Rodgers throwing you the football. Against the I just think there's track. upside because both those guys have speed, and Peterson yeah, and is not quick it, anymore. No, Dantzler's always been slow. That secondary is horrible. Yeah, oh, for sure. They were, they, were, they were terrible last year. Yeah, they're really bad, and Aaron Rodgers can absolutely obliterate They can't them. handle just, speed, so it's like yeah. if if Rodgers uncorks it deep, Dobbs and Watson could just yeah, – I mean, it could for be sure. – They're definitely a makers, man. I think they're more of a – But I like Aaron Jones. They're more of a 10, 10 lineup kind of play. As opposed yeah. to a one to three lineup kind of play, like I, I if yeah. even if you're stacking Minnesota, I don't think I could. Go yeah, for no, they Watson they wouldn't make my single Dobbs. entry a three max. That's, no. that's for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the, I think the I think the other one that I really like though is Lamar Jackson. Um, I love that. I think I, would, I think I would just play him naked though. Like I I don't know if I would actually stack. Oh him. man, I love the Andrews uh, stack with him. I don't hate Bateman either. I'm a little bit lower than I thought I'd be on Bateman only because the, I think the corners are going to be good. Like Sauce and DJ Reed are good, but the one guy you can't cover with a damn corner and the Jets were dog shit versus tight ends last year. So I think it could be an, an Andrews game. Not even factoring the fact that like, what did Lamar come out and say? Like Do- Dobbins is not playing. We won't see him for two weeks. So could they throw the ball more? Is Kenny and Drake going to start? He might. He might. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Gus Mike Davis. Dobbins ain't playing. It'll be him and Mike Davis, yeah. Wolf. Yikes. I mean, that's a boost interest. to Lamar. Do you guys not have any interest in the Raiders in the Raiders and, and Chargers game? I do. I do. I do, too. Um, I do. Um, and I, I have even more interest considering, like, looking at where some of their the parts and pieces are coming at. Like, after we were talking, uh, like, Devontae, Waller, none of these I guys are popular. I just hate playing guys that aren't running backs or tight ends against the Chargers. Well, tight, tight ends less so now that Derwin's back. But the Chargers just don't give up big plays, man. They just keep everything in front of them. Yeah, that's fair. So I guess the play is what, Jacobs? The play is Vegas. Or I mean, the Chargers. Like, if mm-hmm. that, if you're stacking up that game, it would probably be 
Herbert with Williams. Damn it. I maybe, didn't even mention that. I like that. Maybe call. even Josh Palmer. Cause he's going to be meant, the starting I meant to guy. throw that in there earlier is that uh, the Chargers, I think, are going to be really good. Where's Where's Herbert coming in at, Maddie? 7,600. Uh, yeah, is he's, he, uh, he's not ownership. popular, though. He's like, what, 6? 7, 6%? He's like, yeah, what, He's QB like 6%. He's like QB 7, QB 8. Yeah. So, yeah. I, That's wild so, to me, too, because they have the second game, highest They have the second that, highest team total. That game's going and completely overlooked. I, I love that. And the one thing I think people – and even – so when I wrote that game up, um, I was really high on that game after the fact because Herbert struggled versus them in two games last year, but you don't have the same corners. Like, mm-hmm. Faceon is, uh, where is he at? For the Colts, I think. And uh, Hayward's in Atlanta. So they're starting flicking, like, Nate Hobbs and Meek Robertson, like, these kind of trash cans on the outside. Like, it could be just Herbert, like, bombs away season, man. I like that call. I'm, I'm going to have a lot of Herbert thinking, thinking through this more. Yeah, Herbert Williams... And maybe Palmer as the triple stack and run it back with like Waller. I can't I can't bring myself to play Jacobs. Or play Eckler. Eckler's but not I, I like, do like the running backs. Yeah, you can play. Kev, are you on Herbert a lot? Is that gonna be your dude this week? Yeah, especially I mean, especially if he's not if they're if they're gonna be under owned. I mean that just doesn't make any sense. I mean this this game No, it doesn't. Just just has, you know, like so much appeal to it. And it's pretty it's it's pretty easy to I think stack stack them up mm-hmm. and then second highest total of the week. So yeah, you play I mean, Chargers I, and Raiders, and then you you mix in Vikings and Packers around it, and you just win the Millie. Is that what we're saying? Sounds good to me. Yeah, I, I like that call. Um, yeah. <laughs> is there are, are there any lower owned guys that are not lower owned, uh, lower tiered guys uh, that are in the you know below six k? You know, because you have like Derek Carr who's fifty nine hundred. You have like, uh, let's see, like I don't know, like. Uh, I will say the guy that I really like, if you really want to get a little bit different, is James Winston at 5,300. Um, I like that. Love right. that against against the Falcons. I, like I think you, I, you could pair him up. Really cheap stack with – I think you go Kamara, and then from there I think you could also go with a – Oh, uh, come on, Kev. Say my dude. Oh, that, okay. I, I don't – it's not that I dislike Lave, but we're, we're, we'll, we'll jump uh, a little bit ahead. Dude, I love Landry this week. I do. I love Landry this week. Um, they're going to have Terrell and Hayward on the outside. I think I think Winston could pepper Landry in the middle. Yeah, uh, he's. I mean, I don't even know how much he is. He's he's not expensive. I want to say he's like he's in the no man's land of like was he five k something like that. Like, there's a bunch of five k receivers that nobody's gonna play because they're in that tier. I could be you wrong. Play Winston? Are you playing? Uh, are you playing Michael Thomas? I don't, I don't even know, know if Thomas Michael plays. Thomas is gonna play. Yeah, agreed. Which so, if Thomas, I mean, if Thomas doesn't play, then then Landry's going to move more outside. Then I'm probably just playing Kamara out of that game. I'm probably going to fade that game. Honestly, the game sounds like a disaster. I've thought about Mariota only because like Atlanta's not going to be able to run the damn ball at all. So they're going to have to throw. Yeah, th- that total was like a 44 or 45 earlier this week. It's a 42 and a half. Oof. Okay. It's it's yeah. plummeting. It's plummeting. Yeah. So I'm going to move off. Of and the, also, Derek, I know you had some possible Trey Lance interest uh, when we talk offline. Yeah. That, game, that yeah. game's down to a 40 total. Open to, it's down like, to a 40? Yeah, oh, because Kittle. That's why. Because Kittle. So. That's why they dropped it some more. I do like Lance. Kev, what are your thoughts about Lance? Because I, th- I have played around with the thought of, of playing him only because – Chicago set. I mean, they're still starting Kendall Fedor. That's that. I mean, we, we we talk about that guy all last year. I mean, I know y'all did. I I, I did not, not on this show, but I'm back now. Um, but I mean, what are your thoughts about Lance? Will you have any action there? 
Not this week. I just don't really like this game. Like this game feels very much like a very mm. slow paced, low yeah. scoring just type of game. Like two teams that want to run the football. It, it's just I, I just I did I just am not all that excited about it. I don't think Chicago, you know, depending on how much they're able to you know, I don't think they're going to push the pace very much. And I don't know. I, I, I just don't really love it uh, for this week. I mean, even as, I mean, he's already 6K. I mean, it's not like he's 5,300 or something like that. Like being already up there at 6K, yeah. I think just makes me not want to play him. Um, anybody like that. Like I said, if I'm going to drop down below the 6K range, which I don't think there's really a need to do so with how soft some of this pricing is, mm-hmm. it, I would go down to somebody like a, a Jameis Winston or maybe even like, like a Jared Goff at 5,400. Um, yeah. Would be somewhere I would look uh, this week if I was going to pay down. I also thought Matt Ryan was interesting just because his pass catchers are also insanely cheap. So if he has a really good day, you're getting a you know a ton of points out of a very very cheap stack. Because Pittman easy leverage against JT too. Yeah, Pittman's fifty five hundred. Moali Cox is like three K. Um, I just can't be he's fifty five hundred as well. The only thing that would the only thing that is just does can Houston make them, you know, really have to open up this offense. Yeah, ball. and that's the scary part. Yeah, you would, you would have to – I mean, you would probably play Pierce and hope he scores twice or Cooks and hope he, you know, has 100 and something yards and a touchdown. You you have to run that back. Yeah, because if not, like, if, if the Colts get up early, like, say they get a, I don't know, like a pick six or JT gets a long run and they, get, they bust out like 14, 17 to nothing in the first quarter, Frank Reich's going to take the damn air out of the ball. He does it every yeah. time. That's that's the worry there. That's my even worry about even playing yeah. Pittman by himself. Yeah, I'm probably going to be off that game. I mean, that's that also has a low low Vegas total. It's what's the total on it, Maddie? Forty five and a half. So it's mediocre. Mm-hmm. It's not low. It's mediocre. I mean, I could see it getting lower. It just depends. Yeah, because we've got Detroit and Philly is forty eight and a half. Oh, uh, that's that's Green, gone up. I think the, that opened at uh the Philly and Detroit game opened at like forty seven. I think so. That's good. Green Bay, Minnesota's 47. Chiefs in Arizona is up to 54. Oof. And Raiders charges 52 and a half. Those are the top four of the week. Well, yeah, I think it's all the quarterbacks for me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let's go ahead and jump over to the running backs. It's a good spot to jump over here. I think the biggest question is going to be for a lot of people is to play Jonathan Taylor or not play Jonathan Taylor at 9,100. Um, I personally don't think you need to play him. Um, I think there are plenty of running backs. Like, this is a very good slate for a, a lot of these players because – there's a lot of uh, running backs that I really like that are cheaper than him, and I think just opens up a little bit more. And so I have no problem with actually fading him. I get the matchup; it's a, a you know elite matchup against Houston. But you know, I think Christian McCaffrey is in just as good of a spot at 8,500. I think you know we've already talked about Austin Eckler, but um, I think Alvin Kamara. We've talked about him already, but 7,600 is just incredibly too cheap against Atlanta. Um, and then you have guys like uh, you know the James Conner. You know, it, you know how much you know, especially in the passing game, especially with some of the injuries they have. How many, how much action is he going to see at seven K? DeAndre Swift uh, at sixty eight hundred. We've already talked about Aaron Jones. He's only sixty seven hundred. Um, and then from there, I mean, Josh Jacobs is somebody that I actually really like. He gets the Chargers. The Chargers were terrible against the run last year, and uh, he's actually played really well against the Chargers in his career. He's has five games over four hundred uh, uh, four hundred rushing yards and five touchdowns. Uh, in his career against them, so I he's not really good against them. But he's sixty three hundred, and they uh, didn't are... do anything in the off season. Like they signed guys, but the guys they signed up front are still bad. So I think they're going to be bad versus the run this year. Yeah, and then you have Saquon, who is completely mispriced at only sixty one hundred. Yeah, A lot of people are running back on the slate. Yeah, are you going to play him though? Because he's looking like mega chalk, Kev. 
Not if he's no, not if he's gonna make a shot. Because again, I, I I just don't think you have to. Like I I actually personally he's, I think he's the highest on guy on the slate. Well, so to me, it's like why play him on when I think there's other. That, if you want to go cheaper, like I I I love Antonio Gibson this week uh, at okay. fifty eight hundred uh, against Jacksonville with that without Brian Robinson. Um, you know he's gonna get the majority of the the bulk of the work in that backfield, and you know he's only he's cheaper at fifty eight hundred. And then you also have Travis Etienne, who I'm not buying the narrative of of James Robinson about you know that I, I think honestly I think they work him in very slowly. He's not going to I don't think he eats in a lot of the work. And so I think Travis Etienne could see a, a ton of work in this game. He, he's only 5,600. Like, there are cheaper running backs, you know, that are cheaper than Saquon um, that I would just rather play. I mean, even, even if you want to go further down, I mean, you have uh, Miles Sanders, who I don't mind, at 5,400 against Detroit. And then you have CEH, who's 5,400. You have Elijah Mitchell, who's 5,400. Like, there's a lot of running backs that are – Chase Edmonds is 5,200. Like, there's a lot of running backs that are below him. That, okay, if you're getting into my love list right here, like these, this kind of like, what is that mid five K range that, yeah. that is probably the range. I'm just going to like pound the hell out of, I'm going to over own a lot of these guys. Like I freaking love CEH and chase Edmonds. I'm going to have a shit ton of them this week. I love the, I'm going to call the seven K range this week. No man's land. Cause everybody's going to play, you know, the 55 to six K guys, or they're just going to pay up to the eight K range. And I think this 7K is no man's land where nobody's going to play, you know, Aaron Jones and James Conner and guys like that. And yeah. I, I might just I might just live there because I love both of those guys. And, I mean, even Swift there at 6,800, I think he's going to come in too low for what for what, what he should be against Philly. It looks um, like the popular bill, Matty, is, is everybody is paying up for one of Jonathan Taylor or CMC, and they're yep. pairing him with Saquon, and that's yep. what they're going with. Like, yep. The fact that I'm looking at these owner, these projected uh, roster percentages, and and Austin Eckler is sub twelve, and Dalvin Cook is sub six percent, is fucking yeah. egregious. Like that, that shit is James Conner six percent. Give me all of that shit. Like if yep. these hold, I'm gonna have so much Austin Eckler and Dalvin Cook and uh, James Conner. It's gonna be ridiculous. Like, and I, going back to quarterbacks for a second, man. Like I know it's not. It's not it's not usually plus EV, but both of these matchups on the ground for Connor and CEH are just fantastic. Like, if that game goes south and Mahomes doesn't hit, then it's probably because CEH and Connor both get in the end zone twice. So I am probably gonna have a few where maybe I'm playing both of them in the same lineup. I I've I've toyed around with that idea. Yeah, I I like that a lot. It's a great mini stack, Connor and Ceh together. And I know it doesn't. I know it doesn't usually correlate, but like, even what are we telling ourselves? So like, you're really looking at that that mini stack as if Connor is super involved. He's more of like a receiving option than he is a running back at that point. If he gets seven or eight targets in the damn game, then you're really playing a wide receiver with Ceh. Is the way that I look at it. Yeah, I mean, Connor's got the same exact argument as Aaron Jones, right? If if your receivers are struggling to get open downfield and you've got a QB that will throw the ball to the running backs, because, uh, you know, we've seen Kyler not take off and run as much, you know, over the last year or whatever. Yep. And they haven't had as many design scrambles, and he's more than happy to just dump the ball off to Connor. I mean, Connor had, you know, nine targets in one game last year. So, um yeah, so, it's it, if the wide receivers struggle up. to get open, it's you know it's a boost to the running backs that catch passes. I don't have pricing pulled up. Where where's Connor Price versus uh, Hollywood guys? 
Connor is 7K. What's Hollywood, though? Is he in the mid-fives? Am I wrong? Or is he like six or something? Marquise like that? is 6'2". So I'm kind of curious there. Like, do you think if if everybody's looking even for a run back and stuff, do you think like Marquise as a run back option like will steal? That's what I'm saying. Like Marquise gets super popular and Connor's mm -hmm. uh, his roster percentage drops even further. Yeah, I think so, with I think I mean, with the the injuries there, like Rondell's not playing, more people are going to flock to Marquise. Like, I think he could get chalky. Not only that, I mean, we see this every single week, right? Is when these top running backs garner, you know, most of the ownership up top, it's, it just creates more ownership to the lower owned wider or the lower price wide receivers, because that's where the natural build takes you. You have to play cheaper wide receivers when you play McCaffrey or when you play Jonathan Taylor and people would rather play those high end running backs because those are the running backs they're confident in. Um, you know, running back is a very much less confident position after you get past the first, you know, five to 10 guys. So uh, whereas wide receiver, you know, really anybody can go off on any given slate. So that's why, you know, we always see people flock to these McCaffrey's and, and Jonathan Taylor's and it just locks you into a certain style of build. You can't really play the Justin Jefferson's of the world with, with the McCaffrey's and Taylor's and the Kelsey's if, you know, if you're trying to fit that in as well. So it's, it just by default, you know, creates lower, lower percentages on these guys that are, you know, one K cheaper because, you know, if I go to a build and I'm like, oh, you know, I only only need one one K more for Kamara or McCaffrey or something like that, as opposed to James Conner, I'm gonna try to find it. Most or you know, most that's what most people are gonna say. So it's I really I really think, you know, running backs in general just end up less popular than they should when you're not talking about the top end guys. Cause that's yeah. where ownership just tends to flock on a weekly basis is is those top end guys. And for good reason, right? And it's the same argument as, as Jalen Hurts, right? Those guys can smash on, on any given week. But, you know, when they don't work out, you know, they score 15 to 17 points, you know, have an okay game, you're now ahead of the field. And, and that's really what you're going for to get is to, to bank a first place. So, um, Kev, I'm kind of surprised, man. Are you surprised that uh, Damian Pierce is not, like, popular? I thought he was going to come in popular, but uh, maybe I'm just off on that. I thought he was going to be too. Like I thought he was going to be uh, extremely chalky. I mean, he's forty eight hundred. Same man. That's like, that's I mean, kind of shocking me. It's probably because people, you know, kind of to your argument that you you guys said is Houston can very easily get down immediately, right, in that mm -hmm. game. And Pierce is not a pass catching running back. They will gladly lean on Rex. Burkett I just figured people were gonna like as much hype as he's garnered, and he's cheap as shit. Like I figured people yeah. were gonna sit here and go to that. Forty eight hundred isn't that cheap. I mean, it's cheap, but well, it's I not mean, a free square. No, I, I get that, but like, I was surprised. Like, people were not going to pair him. Like, you know, what was a free Saquon? square. 4K Mike Davis was a free square. Kev. <laughs> it still lives. It still lives. It never was. No, that was a terrible. Was a free square. <laughs> and he scored. He scored like out? four. He scored like no, four points. Scored like three points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still, I'll still take that to the grave. Oh, it's so <clears throat> no, but I am surprised, and I I think it actually is probably more to do with one. I think there's just there's there's options that are not very far away from him that people yeah. would rather play, like a Chase Edmonds type. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, it's it's easier to get to them or or even a Ceh. And I also think it's just the unknown of, of Damian Pierce, like really what's going to happen with him, how much opportunity is he going to get. It's not necessarily the best play either. Um, 
And playing a Houston you know? running back doesn't really tickle your sack, you know? <laughs> no, but uh, I will say this. In this inning, Making I, bets I, on Adam Gase does, though. Oof. I've continued to say all <laughs> uh, of this entire time, especially the last couple of weeks, when all the Damian Pierce hype has started. Or uh, to me, <clears throat> I, I haven't really seen the hype. I've seen more of the just everybody just trying to shit on him the entire time. And the same thing I've said is like we've seen other other uh, uh we've seen like James Robinson his rookie year uh ball the fuck out. And I'm not worried about yeah. Rex Burkhead. Like Rex Burkhead's a bum, you know? And Damian Pierce is a capable pass catching running back. Like he oh, was top ten in college awesome. in yards per out run. Like like he can definitely be a pass catching running back. Like he's not uh, you know, a Kenneth Walker type who's who uh you know, Ouch. that was very limited in, in that opportunity and stuff like that. So I'm not worried about that. I think the only concern with Damian Pierce is, though, is because, uh, you know, in this game, like, can they can they keep it competitive to the point where they, they continue to run the ball? Yeah. So how much opportunity is he going to get? Well, and I was telling Maddie, I'm just worried that Rex Burkhead throughout the gate is going to take the passing down work. Um, so, I mean, that's my biggest concern about Pierce is we might think Burkhead is dust, but apparently the Texans don't, I mean, they gave the guy a damn contract extension, so they really don't. Um, I mean, when you could sign a veteran running back, that's old as all uh, old as garbage, and then you can pay him more money to hang around for more years, you have to do it right. Like that's the power move. Apparently. Yeah. Well, some teams are just uh, stupid, but yep. Agreed. Anyways, yeah, I, I, I still, I still don't think there's a, a need to play him, though. I'll say that. No, agreed, agreed. I mean, there's just, there's too many other good like five K range guys. Like I love, you know, like if you're not gonna play Edmonds or Edmonds sounds banged up, I'll play freaking Raheem Mostert. Like the Patriots were terrible versus the run last year, like in all facets. Like they couldn't stop pass catching running backs. They couldn't stop anybody on the ground. If you had speed, you were going for, you know, a hundred and change versus the freaking Patriots. So. If Edmonds sounds like he's banged up, fine. I'll just play Raheem Mostert because we, who the hell is behind those two guys? Like, nobody. Like, we're not worried about Miles Gaskin, Salvin Ahmed. Like, if Edmonds is out, I'm gonna have a lot of Raheem Mostert. No, I I think you can make an argument for that. Or it'll probably end up being Miles Gaskin, but you know. Oh, <laughs> God, don't do that to me, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> he's still there. <laughs> Oh, oof. Uh, speaking of bad draft picks last year during draft season, a lot of people talked themselves into that one. So let's do this. Uh, so we can move on to wide receiver. Give me your, just let's say, top three running back plays. Hmm. Matty, you want to roll with this first? Um, not using the obvious CMC and, and JT, I will say Aaron Jones... James Conner, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, I'm gonna go Dalvin. Uh, if the if these these roster percentages hold, I'm gonna go Dalvin, Austin Eckler, and James Conner. Although Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, like if one of those gets popular, he bumps into the top three. I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara, Antonio Gibson, and <clears throat> Travis Etienne. Are my are my three guys that I like. I thought Jacobs was going to make that list for you, which is he's he's very close. Really good. He's a damn, he's a damn good play. I'll say that he's a really, really good play. He, he's 
if I was stacking that game, I would I would have just run it back with him. I mean, yep. like I said, the Chargers they 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 want you to run the ball and they let you run the ball. Yep. They don't they just don't give up anything deep in the pass game. They want you to they want to keep everything in front of them. And I mean, they're they were like the worst rush defense in the NFL last year. Like, and was it like, like you week, said, they didn't uh, make week any... seventeen or eighteen. He had like thirty carries I, and he busted like one thirty. I played Jacob last year against the Chargers. I think both times. And so I'm I'm not first game he didn't do anything but the last one he crushed. And I mean they cut Drake and I know they have Abdullah and who's the other guy? The, Zemir oh, White, the rookie. White. Yeah, the rookie. But Zamir's not good. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Zamir's not good. <laughs> Derek just hates Zamir White. But the Raiders he's obviously not don't hate good, him. man. It's just it's I don't know if you can say he's not. I don't think you can say he's not good. I can. Yeah, I could easily say he's not good. Like he's not. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Did you he was, see he was that? obviously he did was very injury prone in college. Kev, he was very injury prone in college. Did you see the video clip that the Raiders social media used in preseason? And they were like, "Man, look at these moves by Samira White. He gets into the open field. He runs into a straight line. He has one corner to juke, and he runs straight into him." I'm like, "What moves are we seeing here? Like, that's not the clip you need to use." So, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> conversation for another day. But, there, there, but I, I, that, that doesn't matter. We're talking about week one. So, uh, anyways, so okay, so those are so those are our top. Let's move over to wide receivers. So you have uh, Devontae Adams at eighty one hundred. I'm not going to do that. Um, Justin Jefferson at seventy eight hundred. Debo Samuel at seventy four hundred. Not doing that. Uh, Jamar Chase at seventy one hundred. Keenan Allen seven K. And those are the set the seven eight seven k and above. And then you have in the six k range, uh, Tyreek at sixty eight, Mike Williams at sixty six. Absolutely love that. Terry McLaurin at sixty five hundred. Not doing that. Um, AJ Brown at sixty four hundred. Love that. And then Jalen Waddle at sixty four hundred. Brandon Cooks at sixty three. Marquise Brown sixty two. Amon Ross St. Brown at sixty one. T Higgins seems incredibly too low at sixty one hundred. And then DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson wrap out the six k range. So we're just gonna play all of the AJ Brown, right? That's pretty much what we're doing this week. Is that, is that I'm what we're at? I'm good with it. I'm gonna. I, we're looking at him sub ten percent. <laughs> what the? F- yeah, I'm gonna have all the AJ Brown, baby. All of it. All, I feel like, I feel like he it. should be in the seven K range. He but, should. Yeah. He should. He's grossly mispriced, and the fact that people are not playing, I don't understand. Like Hertz is popular, but AJ Brown isn't. Like that. That's that. That's just bad. Yeah. I'm yeah, and I, I actually think I think Philly's going to throw the ball a lot more than people are expecting this year. Everybody, mm-hmm. when they talk about Philly, they're like, "Oh, they're just going to be they're just a run first offense." I, like, I don't. That's not what they wanted to be last year. That's what they had to be because yeah. of the the limited pass catchers they had. Like they didn't have the offense, and like I think you see some of this very similar to you know other 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 times this happened. Like you know when when Diggs got traded to the Bills, and we saw you know uh, Josh Allen kind of take this big step forward from there. You know, having an elite wide receiver, and now I think I, I view AJ Brown as a you know an elite level talent. Uh, he's had some trouble staying healthy, and he's been you know on a, on a Titans offense. I think you know we see Jalen Hurts take this big this step forward this year as a passer, and I think they start throwing the ball a lot more. And so AJ Brown at sixty four hundred just seems incredibly too cheap. And um, I mean, really, to me, like if you're going to stack him, I, I I just love the stack of AJ Brown, Hurts, and Goddard. Like it's just, it's just like I love that stack a lot this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't disagree with it. I think that that's how you you get past the chalk. You either full game stack it or you double stack him. You get different. You don't just single stack him, which it looks like everybody's doing it. Um, 
I, a few a few guys I like here um, before we kind of get to the Juju versus MBS conversation. I, it's I, not a again, conversation. Oh, it but is a conversation. Ahead. I mean, it, it really – well, it, it isn't in the fact that, like, Juju should not be – he's not a good play. So you're right in that aspect, uh, Kev. Um, but, uh, I, dude, I, again, getting back to it, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are fantastic smash plays. I love both of them. Um, I like Christian Kirk a good bit too. Um, him and uh, him and Kadarius Tony. But the thing about Kadarius Tony is he's looking like he's going to be popular. Um, so I won't. So the, and the other thing about a Kadarius Tony, me playing Kadarius Tony also matters whether Shepard plays or doesn't because how I'm projecting them. Like if Shepard doesn't play, I think Tony plays more on the outside. And the role that I want out of that game is I want the slot receiver because Tennessee was bottom three against slot wide receivers last year. Like they were legit the worst in the league and they have the same slot corners this year. Like Elijah Molden is garbage. So it's either going to be Tony or it's going to be Wandell depending on what Sterling does. Cause if Sterling plays, I think he, go, he plays the outside. So one of those guys I'm going to have a lot of interest in. Um, I love the AJ Brown call. We talked about Amon Ra. I love Christian Kirk because it looks like, at least the way they're projecting it, that uh, Benjamin St. Juiced is going to maybe play the slot. Um, he's big and he's slow. So I, I like Kirk being able to just rip him apart in the slot. And um, his target per route run numbers in the in the preseason were, were stupid. Like, I think it was like 36% for Kirk. So uh, I think Law is going to sit there and just zero in and pepper his ass. So... Like Christian Kirk a good bit. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else before we get to the uh, the KC guys. Um, talked about. I think Landry, Ty- I, I like think Landry. Tyreek at 6800. I think is actually it could be a pretty yeah. sneaky play. Like, uh, like New England's that. secondary, I don't think is as good as it was, especially mm-hmm. with losing JC Jackson. Like that's a, that's kind of a big blow to that that secondary. And I, like I mean Tyreek at 6800. It seems uh, really cheap for him. And um, you know, I think you hit him on a couple deep, you know, or, you know, or, you know, how just explosive he is anyways. I mean, he can take the ball to the house anytime he gets the ball in his hand. So just at 6,800, it feels very, uh, way too cheap for him and, and what Where's his upside is. coming brings. in at? Goof. Is he, where is he at? Uh, 10%? Man, it's not bad. I can get behind that. I like Tyreek. Well, yeah. And then if you're going to play one of the top wide receivers, one of the top ones, it's Justin Jefferson, right? Like, there's there's no debate, but to me, because to me, there's no debate. Like, I'm not playing Debo Samuel. You get all the way the fuck out of here with 7,400. No, I get what he did Debo. last year, but that's what you're paying for. You're paying for last year's production, and I don't think he's going to be nearly uh, the guy that he was last year. I, like, I, I don't see it with this offense the way this offense is going to function, and so I'm not paying 7,400 dollars for Debo Samuel. If I go with, if I do go with the Lance stack, um, then I, I'd play Ayuk with him. I wouldn't yes. play Debo. Yeah. Um. And I, and we didn't even talk about Ayuk. I do like Ayuk as a one-off. Um. Because I think that we've heard all through camp, Lance loves him. Uh. The way that Chicago gets beat is going to be deep, and I think Ayuk. That's the role he's going to play. So, even if he gets five six targets, if he pays off, he takes one for a deep score. He could still end up with a hundred and a tutty. So I'm 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 okay with Ayuk. Yeah. Okay, and then you know, I already talked about Mike Williams. Love him. I he, if, mm-hmm. if I'm going to play a Chargers wide receiver, he's the guy that I want. Yep. Uh, that I want to play. Love him from that offense. Um, Will you double stack okay. Herbert, Kev? I think is, if that, I, is if, that a must? If if I'm going to, it's going to be with Austin Eckler. Okay, so you wouldn't double him with with, with Keenan and and Mike. I'd do Palmer and Mike. 
before I did Keenan and Mike. Why? Just for the salary? Yeah, because the salary. Because of what you're paying okay. for Keenan Allen's seven K. So you need a you need a thirty burger from him. And I'm, just, I'm just rolling it around in my head and we're talking about familiarity and, and rapport it's a, and it's the same and stuff like that. same argument. Um when you you have these two guys that are that cost so much, it's mm. it goes back to the argument we we always had. In Is the, it the in Evans the, versus Godwin argument? Is no, that what we're going to? No, it's the DK and Lockett with ah, Russ yeah. argument. Yeah, they same. they both just cost so much that you just need one of them to smash. And generally, it's you know the other one can have a solid game. You know, it's where he's not going to kill you, but you're not going to mm-hmm. win tournaments paying that much for a guy that gets you you know 13 points, right? Yeah, so that's a good point. It's um. I like to, if I'm stacking an expensive guy, pair it with a cheap guy that's stacked as well. Um, and now you can play Eckler with Williams because Eckler can get there without, you know, stealing passing work. So Herbert can throw three touchdowns and Eckler can run two in or catch one as well. So, um, you know, I don't mind that at all. But it's when it, I just get concerned when you, you know, Mike, Mike Williams isn't cheap. He's 6,600. Keenan Allen, seven K, like those are that's two high price guys that you're asking a lot from um, coming from the same offense. To so. be optimal, they both got to like what go like one twenty, one thirty, and and both hit like a, a score or two. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you definitely need a hundred yards and a touchdown, or you At know least. multiple touchdowns from the same from one guy. Um, yeah, and all like the that, yards like from the other ball. guy. It's just it's just you need too much to fall, too many dominoes to fall right for you for that to work out, and. You know, it, one week or two, it may burn me to where, you know, both guys go nuclear. But I, 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 most of the time, it's just going to work out to where one of them It's a, you know, same same conversation for for Jefferson and Thielen, too. Like and Thielen's yeah. a little bit cheaper. So, you know, he's he's kind of borderline to where you can make that work, because this week he's only fifty four hundred, whereas normally he's like six sixty five or seven K and Jefferson's eight K. So but, I'm surprised I, I was surprised Thielen was as popular as he is. Yeah, he's he's pretty cheap. Um, but if you go through and look at, it's the same story with them too. If you go through and look at Jefferson's spike weeks, those were all, those were correlated with Thielen's kind of down weeks. So it's mm-hmm. it's same story for them. Um, and and I love Jefferson this week. I mean, he put up a forty burger against Green Bay last year, and um, he's he's you know he's just watched Cooper Cup go off uh, on on the first night of the week, and you know I'm sure he's going to want to get out there and match him. Uh, and you know, I think with, you brought up a really good point too, man. Is like if you're going Cousins or Herbert, uh, like we were talked about going Eckler or going Dalvin, and then pick a wide receiver. I'm I'm totally good with that. Or you know, I something I talk about all the time is just forcing the tight end and with the QB that I play mm-hmm. because a yeah. lot of times if the QB is throwing three or four touchdowns, the tight end is catching one or two of them because tight ends yeah. are heavily heavily utilized down at the goal line. So it's um you know Irv Swerve maybe. Uh, can, we can talk about yeah. that when we get to, to tight end, but there's there's definitely cheap options that you can pair with these QBs too, to, to where that you can still double stack them without using you know the the two high price guys on their team. So yeah, I tend to side against pairing the the two studs because usually the studs spike when one spikes, the other doesn't. And you know T Higgins and Chase, that's another one. Um, you know when Chase goes forty points, T Higgins gets like eight. Uh, so. The only it's, time when do we see them hit together was the Burrow through game six. When, through six yeah, touchdowns. Burrow like went just just and like I said, mode. that's that's gonna happen once every once in a yeah. while. But you know, the DK more, Lockett call, the correlation you made there was was sharp as hell. Yeah, I I, yeah. I so, absolutely agree. 
Yep. So that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, I, I like a lot of the same guys as, that you guys do. Uh, AJ Brown and Amon Ra is a fun fun mini. Uh, Juju or MVS and and mini it with Marquise Brown. That's a fun one. Um, you can even you can even stack that game without using the quarterbacks. Like you can play both running backs mm-hmm. and play one of the Chiefs wide receivers like Juju or MVS and play Marquise Brown. And it, that's a relatively cheap stack to run Connor Ceh. Marquise and, and Juju or, or MVS, and you're getting four guys from the highest total of the week. And those guys, none of those guys are, are projected to be, you know, slate breaking ownership. So it's, um, that's a, a fun mini that I, you know, was just clicking around with on my end. Um, and, and think that that makes sense. And then obviously, you know, you're going to see every article you click on this week is going to mention Michael Pittman at 5,500. So it's, it just gets to the point where it's like, sure. The, you play him, he's a good play, but I, I probably will end up with none just for the sake of being different. I mean, okay. shit, he's, he's at 22%. He's going to get even higher. Wait, Michael Pittman's at 22%? He's the highest on He's the highest on wide receiver. Him and Rondo. Oh well, Rondo Moore's not going to play, but yeah. And, well, and, and Rondo, be Rondo being out, Pittman's going to gain some more steam then, yeah. probably. I, I I love Michael Pittman. I am. The, the I do too, but Michael I ain't playing Pittman him at that. Stand, but I'm not playing him at that price. No, he will be the highest on wide receiver. Absolutely. No. No, it's, it's an no easy, things. easy thing. He's got, he's got the the redraft. I mean, he was he's what a third round pick, second round pick. Like he's uh, I saw him go late second in some like yeah. best balls so, that I did today. He's everybody been in week high one, third. yeah, everybody in week one wants to play the guys they've been hyped up on all offseason. and Pittman's one of those those big big spike guys from the Matt Ryan uh, coming over. So, um, and he's good. Like he's a good wide receiver. Don't get me wrong, but it's the same same conversation as as Jalen Hurts is. D bro, <laughs> your, your your entire I mean you, you have so much bias against Juju Smith Schuster it is ridiculous. It started off with it's Sky Moore, Sky Moore over over Juju, right? And okay, now we're now we're to week one. It's like okay, I have to keep this 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 hate hate going. This hate just exudes you for Juju Smith Schuster. Now we're like oh now now it's MBS that I that I'd rather play. Um, so you I guess tell me why, and I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Okay, what, what what's the adage, Kev? Who, when, to, when when do we play MBS versus teams that are bad against what? Tell me that. Uh, never, because you can't catch. <laughs> Jesus. Okay the the correct answer, sir, is versus the deep ball. Every time that MBS goes off, it's because of deep strikes. Right. Cardinals are they were terrible last year versus the deep ball, like bottom five. And everything that you look at, passer rating, completion rate, yards, touchdowns, everything. And they didn't do a damn thing to make their their cornerback room better. And so you have Travion Mullen on the outside. You have Marco Wilson, who gave up eight receiving touchdowns last year. Eight. Eight. Like, MBS is also... Where's he at projected right now? Where, where, where the hell is he? I, like, I, I gotta search him. Oh, look at that. I see Juju Smith-Schuster. He's at 10%. Oh, hmm. Jeez, where's oh look at that? MBS is only two percent. So I could definitely say that I'm not going to be a fish this week. I'm not going to be a chalk donkey. I'm not going to play Juju. Um, Byron Murphy is actually good in the slot. Kev, like you take the two games where nobody stops Cooper Cup, legitimately nobody, nobody, nobody. Byron Murphy, like Cardinals were one of the best teams against the slot last year, and the only time you take Byron Murphy out of the slot and he's bad. Put him in the slot, and he is a very, very good slot corner. 
much less like yeah i mean the juju's hate is is it's justified kev he hasn't been good in three seasons he hasn't like yeah look as, as soon as we start talking about juju all the the porn bots come in and they're like <laughs> well because they hear they they hear the audible boner that you get when we bring up juju they hear it you can hear it in the audio kev okay listen i <laughs> I, I this, this is what i'll say like like can mbs pay up yes because he because you know you can have patrick Holmes set up but mm-hmm. the, the other mm-hmm. thing is i mean mccall hardman's still there too like mccall hardman could definitely uh be a be somebody that that, that takes that that takes some of that opportunity are way. you are you playing mccall hardman I mean, it would depend on how many teams I would play. I mean, I, I think you could have some exposure to him. I mean, I think it would be... Are, no, no, no. Are you going to play some McCall Hardman in week one? Tell me that. I'll probably have a couple lineups with him in there. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, he's going to be involved. Like, the thing yeah. is, the way that I, I see this more, more likely playing out, like like I've said before, like it's going to take Sky more a lot of time to, to, to really get yeah. involved in this offense. Um, Unfortunately, it's I do run agree through with you. Juju. Obviously, Kelsey, but we don't talk about that. That's obvious. But like it's yeah. gonna run through Juju, and it, MBS is going to get uh, you know is going to get targets. But so is McCall Hartman. Like McCall Hartman is definitely going to be working in and and getting opportunities. They're going to get him on those jet sweeps and all the other stuff they try to do. Uh, he's going to get some of the stuff that they do to Tyreek with him, you know, end rounds and all this other you know gadget type stuff that they like to do. And so McCall Hartman is going to be involved. And so it's not like and they're they're pretty similar, I believe, in price as well between the two of them. And they're all really all three of them are are not really all that far off from each other. In terms of, uh, there's not like, because what, MBS, or Juju's what, 5,200, MBS is 4,700, and McCole Hardman is what, 4,600. So they're all right around each other. <clears throat> and so I think having a little bit of, uh, you know, if you want to mix up this a little bit and kind of go with a couple of these guys, because I don't have like a clear like read. I do think that everything we heard from camp and from some of the guys that, that I trust that, that follow this team uh, that do a very good job with it is that Juju Smith-Schuster is their number one target is Patrick Holmes number one target outside of Travis Kelsey. And so I don't think he's, and I don't think he's just going to play the slot. Like I think they're going to move him all over the field. Like he's not going to just strictly play the slot like he did in Pittsburgh. And I also think there's also something more that, that we could see from him that maybe he can be a little bit more of a downfield threat than we ever saw with, but because nobody was a downfield threat really with Big Ben, you know, there in that offense. And so I, I do think Juju can be utilized a little bit differently than what we've seen him in his career with his, you know, six point five average depth of target and you know uh, stuff like that and playing seventy percent of his snap from the slot. So. I think the most likely outcome is that Juju Smith-Schuster is the leading target getter in this offense. Uh, again, not named Travis Kelsey because Travis Kelsey is going to just absolutely eat. And I think the move would be if I'm pairing Patrick Mahomes would be go Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, and then pick one of these uh, one of these wide receivers. Now, if Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be ten percent, is it? I mean, uh, you know, going Marquez Valdez Scantling, I don't think is a terrible call. Like, I, I don't think that it's a terrible play because again, he could go out, he could catch a sixty-yard touchdown and. At $4,700, he kind of pays off that price a little bit. Um, or I think, you know, if you want to go McCole Hardman, I think he's also an option at $4,600. It's, it's kind so, of it's, it's different with this because usually the Chiefs stack is tough, right? Because you, you yeah. have to you always had to make that decision between Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill. Or if you played all three of them, then you really, you know, making, uh, con- you know, you're making concessions other places. This year, at least as of right now, you don't have to do that with this offense. 
because it's 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 Kelsey and then it's Mahomes and then if you want to pick another option or even if you want to go Ceh, I don't know. The thing that scares me about Ceh is that I just don't know if they're going to give him the, the type of work that we're looking for. Like. I think he's going to see the early down work. He's not going to see the pass catching work. Everybody mm-hmm. wants him to see the pass catching work. Everybody wants this for him. And it's like, oh, he was a great pass catcher in college. The Chiefs clearly mm-hmm. don't give a shit because uh, for we have multiple years now of them just not utilizing him that way. He doesn't get goal line opportunities. And so, like, I don't know. You know, like, it, it's just like, so that makes it tough to want to play him. And so for me, like, I think, like I said, just, just pairing him up with one of these other options, I think it's the way to go. See, and, and the more we kind of talk through it, Kev, the more I think, um, the more that the more that we talk through this slate, the more that I think that the the quarterback running back combos um, really seem enticing, man. Like the way that you get past Patrick Mahomes' high price is if we play Ceh and then you play MBS, like stack him that way and then bring it back with Connor. Um, I like a lot because Kelsey's going to be chalk. Marquise Brown is going to be mega chalk now. Um, and I think that you're getting low owned and you're getting cheap. But I'm, I'm curious y'all's thoughts with that. I'm good with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Kev, I mean, yeah. And, and am you're, I crazy you're, for that? No, I, I don't think that is crazy. It's just like I said, the only thing, that, that's just the stuff that worries me with, with CEH. Um, but, you know. I still think he could see, you know, four or five targets. He's just, he, it's just going to come early, you know, on downs because he's not going to play third down. Yeah. I think what helps him, I'm going to close the door. Um, I think what helps him a lot is that Kansas City, and that's one of my pushbacks that's been everybody that said he's not going to play third down, is that you have a Chiefs offense that over the last two years has been top six and passing rate on first and second downs. So I think that he can get some targets, but he's going to get them on early downs. Like I don't care if he doesn't see the third down. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. The end of the day, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the only other thing that would would be it, is he going to get the goal line opportunities or even the red zone? That's work? a good question. Because we saw it even in preseason that as soon as they got down to the down there, they pulled them, and um, it, it, you saw Pacheco check in, and then that's when you also saw like McKinnon would mix in as well. I feel like, because like I honestly, I think the way this running back room is going to work is you're going to it's going to be CH, it's going to be Pacheco, and then it's going to be McKinnon. And I actually think Ronald Jones is going to be a healthy scratch. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. I yeah. think Rojo's going to be out. Yeah, and and so I think those three. I think, um, but I don't have any lean, and I don't think you can actually. I mean, I wouldn't play like Isaiah Pacheco. Well, so the 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 lineup story, at least I'm kind of telling myself with like the build that I'm playing around with my head for them is um, Chiefs get up by either throwing and run, or they get up by throwing, so you go single stack to Mahomes. And then they they, they could beat the crap out of the Cardinals. Like, Cardinals are missing by a lot touchdown. of touchdown. I mean, they, if, they, one, if they beat the crap out of them and Rojo is not, if he's a healthy scratch, Kev, like, if they're beating them by 14 points and they're up late, they could run CEH a little bit more in garbage time, and he could he could crush in that way. It, it's it's the game script that I'm telling myself for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, is there any other wide receivers you want to talk about? Like, we've already talked about some of these, these, these kind of the cheaper options. Like, Chris Olave, I love him at 4,500. I've been putting him in a lot of my lineups. Um, just because of that, I think, deep threat, that rapport that he had, or not rapport, but that I think James Winston's best attributes are, Ooh. you know, passing to the outside and his deep ball, right? I and so if Chris Olave can catch one for 50 yards, you know, I think he, I, I think, you know, we're going to be good to go there. Uh, but cheaper guys, like, than that, like, 
like it's hard for me to want to get down to the three like the three K range this week. I just don't know if it's really necessary. I outside of like if you're outside of if it's a stack, right? Like the Joshua Palmer call, I don't mind that at all. I I, I think that is a is a fair play. Uh, I think he's in play in that stack at thirty eight hundred. But if I was gonna go down here like th- to this range, if Deontay Johnson doesn't play, George Pickens becomes a very good play at forty one hundred dollars. Uh, he looked great in camp, but I don't know if Deontay Johnson's going to play. They've been kind of going back and forth. There was one report earlier today that he was trending towards maybe not playing, but then all the other reports from even the players and everything else said how great he looked today. And that, you know, I think the Matt Canada said that they, they are hoping to have him out there. But if he doesn't play, then I think George Pickens at 4,100 uh, would be hard to get away from because then it becomes a little bit more condensed between him and Claypool. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but at 4,100, that, that makes it a little bit easier to get to. And then, like, if you really want to get different, like, I don't know. I guess if you did have a Matt Ryan sack, maybe going like with an Alec Pierce. You know, if he's if he's going to be like the number two option, there's been a lot of talk about about him, and he he very well could be the number two wide receiver on this team. And he's not going to be owned at all, but he's 3,900. Um, so, like, but outside of that, like, I just can't get to a lot of these guys because it's just like. I don't know. Like, I know there's been some, you know, Jahan Dotson, you know, if you wanted to do that, but like he's 3,400, but I don't know. Like, I just feel like that is extremely risky on an, on a slate where you just don't need to go down. I think. I don't think you need to go there, but there are two guys uh, that I, I will say in game stacks that I do have interest. Um, I, I'm kind of surprised Elijah Moore is not getting any love. Um, I, I do have, he's interesting in like a Lamar as far as like a run back. Um, or we didn't talk about, um, we didn't talk about Michael Carter. I, I think he's interesting as well uh, in a game stack. Um, but two two other guys. To your point about Alec Pierce, I like Paris Campbell. If you're going to sit here and go mini correlations, or you're looking for leverage, Desmond King in the slot is bad. He's he's terrible. Um, so I think that he makes some sense, but there's a lot of risk. Um, so the 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 random name and Maddie probably knows where I'm going to go with this. Um, and again, looking at this in game stacks. Man, I, I'm going to have some Braxton Berrios, um, as crazy as that sounds. But the Baltimore outside corners are really good. Marcus Peters is really good. So is Marlon Humphrey. Garrett Wilson is not playing like he was not the starter in the slot. Kendall Fuller has been bad. And he's the new nickel corner for the Ravens. So I think just by attrition. he's even still in the league. I, I can't dude he was quietly like really really good and I know it doesn't sound it sounds insane but like his route win rates were super stupid high like he's been really efficient although he's like the most unsexy of unsexy names um he he makes some sense man I'm gonna have some Braxton Berrios as, as crazy as it sounds like yeah, I think there's three bottom of the barrel guys, and it totally depends on injuries. And that's Wandale if Sterling Shepard's out, because mm-hmm. um, I would assume he would just play the slot. Uh, and then the two Arizona guys, if Rondale Moore misses, Isabella and uh, Greg Dorch. I mean, they they run you know the highest percentage of four wide receiver sets, and Ertz is banged up, so it's like they. They literally have to play these wide receivers, so they're going to be. Would you go the there, field. or would you just go AJ Green? Well, they're all going to be on the field, me. but AJ Green costs more than those two guys. I think it's Dorch for me. How he's much is AJ Green? I didn't even look. He's forty six. I didn't even look. 
46? I yeah. can't believe he's that expensive, man. Isabella yes. and Dorch are both okay. 3K. They're both men price. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to be on the field now. Granted, they could get only four targets. Dude, like, Dorch had a really good preseason, man. They yeah, like him a lot. He, yeah, he's, I mean, he, he was a beast in college, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I can get behind some Dorch in game stacks. Could yeah. Do it. So that's, I mean, but that's totally depends on Rondell Moore, but it sounds like he's not going to play considering he has to go get an MRI. <laughs> yeah. You get your hammy yeah. MRI on a Thursday. You're not playing yeah, on you're Sunday, playing. dude. There's no shot. So, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I just, with how popular Rondell Moore was going to be, though, I think one of, I think probably Isabella and Dorch are going to pick up some steam. You think it's both? Kids it'll probably be a mix of both because people don't know which one to play. But then do they cancel each other out and they're both end up around like five or 6%. They do, but they also, what they do is when you play a three K guy is you can very easily get in Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey. So you're now going to be, it's just going to boost the high, the high price running backs even more when you have a cheap, super cheap wide so receiver like that. How much like though? We're, how we're how fading much of- CMC and JT this week. It sounds like to me, I am. Yes. Yeah. How much how much ownership yep. though do you think from Rondell Moore goes to AJ Green? Oh, definitely a little bit. I mean, and I is this surprising to you? Like, I didn't. Someone's gonna go to Marquise Brown too because I don't care about AJ Green. But at this point of his career, I didn't realize he almost had a thousand receiving yards last year. I was like, he did, and it was the ugliest thousand. Yeah, I was pulling so up bad, all of a sudden. Dude. I was like, he had eight hundred and fifty receiving. Yeah, yards that's year? the Cardinals' offense. That's what they do. <sighs> they just spread it out and just chuck it. Yeah, but they don't really have I the mean, bodies to do it. I mean, no Hopkins, you tell me, no Kev, Rondale, so no Wesley. The interesting thing about AJ Green is if you look at where his fall off and how dusty he was last year, how how much you I mean you, you would know better than most. How 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 much zone does Kansas City run? I think they're kind of mixed, aren't they? Like yeah. a mix of the two. Yeah, but they, all, they but but like Spagnuolo loves man. Um, okay. I'm asking because if you look at, and I only know this because I looked at AJ Green uh, in the off season, his yards per route run versus man coverage are terrible, like worst in the league. But his his yards per route run versus zone are still really good. So it's kind of like, do you fire him up versus zone heavy teams um, if Rondell is going to be out? And and if I I just don't remember off the top, I have, I'm going to have to go look at it, but I don't remember off the top of my head how much uh, I want to say Kansas City is kind of a mix. So, but I could see them playing more zone early on because of how young this, this secondary corners. is. Because yeah. you have Trip McDuffie, the fir- their first round pick. And then you, you think have, he starts? Yeah. Because, I mean, they don't okay. really have a whole lot of – because it's going to be different. I don't know what yeah. they're going to – I don't know. If I feel like zone is harder to play, though, for a younger guy. Man, you just cover your guy and just run around. Zone, you got to you know know your assignments. and Yeah, I don't, I don't know go. what – I don't, I don't, now I, I got to go back and look at what McDuffie did in college. Oh, I'm gonna have to go down the rabbit hole now. But you have you you have, you have, so you have him. <laughs> I mean, it's it's but an important Rashad piece Fenton of the may puzzle. not play so, because he got hurt in the preseason. So that oh, would really? take him out. Oh, yeah, I got to look at that. Okay. And then you have um, well, so that's gonna put Steve, what put what Snead on the Jerry's outside. Steve, but I don't think he is. I think they're gonna keep him on the on the inside. I, I think he is gonna Oof. continue to play. Uh, then, so they're gonna be running uh, out what like McDuffie and another backup. It would be Joshua Williams, who was another guy they drafted this year. Yeah, but he was like what a fifth round pick, I think. Yeah, but they Something love like him. They yeah, love him. They, they dropped DeAndre Baker. They cut him, so he's gone. Yeah. They also, I mean, they, they've made a lot of cuts. So this we see really like old. rookies struggle at the gate, dude. Like these rookie corners, very few of them ever hit the ground running like week one, and they're studs. 
Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, shit. Damn it, Kev, you're talking about AJ Green. Well, I mean, shit. figuring out Arizona, I think it's an important piece to the to the week because they're they're all very very cheap. I mean, yeah. Their their prices, Marquise is 6200. That's not that expensive. AJ is 4600 and then everybody else is 3. But nobody's going to so play like, AJ Green. They're going to go a million other spots. Yeah. So, we talk about rapport. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. As ugly as that sounds, it makes sense. Yeah, and at least Murray played with Marquise in college, so that's a little bit of rope. Right, right now, it looks like this is it's probably going to be because, it, it, like I said, it's going to be Snead it's, and it's going to be McDuffie. Depending if he doesn't play, you're going to, like I said, it'll be Joshua Williams. Because um, mm. then past that, their other corners are Jalen Watson and Chris Lamont's other other corners. And then I could Hollywood see them though because Justin so Reed can play team. some of that nickel, uh, uh, like slot, yeah, that's true. Some of that stuff. Yeah. Who they who they trade who they signed this year, and then they have still have Juan Thornhill, and then they have some other guys. But so right now, like you're looking at probably if Rashad Fitton's out, you're going to have Trent McDuffie and Joshua Williams the outside corners, and then Lajarius Steen on the inside. So the question is, then are you going to eat the the Hollywood chalk? Because you know he's going to be chalky now. Do we yeah. have to? If I I'm, mean, I feel I feel like you kind of like we kind of can because the rest of that game is impossible. Yeah. If I'm stacking that game, absolutely, you can play him. But not play him as a one-off, then. Yeah, I wouldn't play him as a one-off. Yeah, I like that. Or maybe you just play him as a mini with uh, with CEH, something like that, or MBS. I, or, I like I said, I really like the idea of CEH and Juju or CEH and MBS and run it back yep. with Connor and Marquise. Because Connor yeah. and Marquise, Connor and Marquise are going to be the, that whole offense, right? Yeah. That, that is the entire agree. Kansas City offense or the Arizona offense this week. Yep, I don't disagree. And then on the KC side. If it's not Kelsey, it's going to be the one of the running backs and one of the other, one of the wide receivers. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's high still a game of the week. There's going to be points scored. I love the fact. I love how much leverage is in that game. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, that's what, that's what it, I said. It, the chalk is so saying. damn consolidated on Kelsey in some of these spots. Like yeah. the leverage that you can get off of this game is just ridiculous. Um, it's just I don't know. I, I'm kind of. Scratching my head, guys. Like I, I thought, Chargers and, and Raiders would be popular. I thought people would be playing KC more, but they're not. Apparently, they still hate Mahomes. I don't know how many years we have to sit here and understand that you just play Patrick Mahomes. Don't be dumb. Play Patrick Mahomes. Like this is this is honestly, um, it makes me really really love this damn slate. I agree. Well, speaking of Kelsey, let's go ahead and just why don't we jump over to tight ends? Huh? So we have Mark Andrews, who's the highest or the most expensive at sixty-eight, and then Kelsey's only sixty-six, which is going to lead more to that. And then if Kittle doesn't play, then you have a drop off. Oh, not a drop. Then you have uh, Pitts at fifty-seven hundred, Waller at fifty-four hundred. Then you have the drop off to Hawkinson, Gesicki, which no thanks. Uh, Dallas Goddard, who I absolutely love at forty-five hundred. Then you have guys like Zach Ertz, who's questionable. Uh, Patty Fry, Robert Tanyan, who's questionable, and that best guy's kind of the list. You know, you know, Walido, you're supposed to be on this, okay? As soon as this, these people get in here, you're supposed to block them. <laughs> Walido's our, our admin. Uh, he's, he's, you know, is it what is he blocking? Was he blocking the porn bots? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not blocking them. He's supposed to be blocking them. Yeah, oh, he has one job, and he doesn't. You do had it. one job, one job. That's it. 
So, anyways, so somehow we're gonna get tight end talking here, right? Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of tight ends, uh, oh my god, oh Jesus, <laughs> no, we did not go there. We're talking about uh, Adam Gase and a feather and tickling. No, we're holes. talking about Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That still was baby. a legendary. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Do you remember Cody. that story, Maddie? Yeah. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Mexico. All right, uh, who are we going okay, with? We won't bring it up. Um. Well, I can tell you I'm not going to play probably much of Travis Kelsey. Um, I My four-pack of guys is uh, Hawkinson, Goddard, Andrews, and Waller, and then I'll correlate with my quarterbacks. So like Maddie was talking about, Gerald Everett and Irv um, is kind of where I'm going this week. Can I interest you in a David and Joku? Yes, um, for sure. You can. Talk me into it, Kev. Talk me into it. I just think Jacoby Brissett has been a player, yep. you know, in his career that has targeted tight ends a bunch uh, over his career, mm-hmm. and so um, I and he's thirty nine hundred. There's not a whole lot. Dear there. God, he's that damn cheap. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I? All right. Okay. Kev, can I interest you in a in Joku DJ Moore mini stack correlation? DJ Moore with Baker. That DJ Moore just feels like the receiver that is going to absolutely smash with Baker. And I know Baker typically has not supported, you know, a ton of wide receivers. Um, but it's just DJ Moore is such a, a yards after catch guy, and Baker's just such a let me get the ball out quick and let my receivers make the plays kind of quarterback, right? It's just I mean it feels like a all those other guy. wide receivers are dusty, man. Like Robbie is terrible. I, I love Terrace, but he's not been a thing. Like yeah, I mean, DJ Moore Landry. is all DJ Moore is awesome leverage off of CMC too, baby. Yeah. I love that call. That's a good call. I, if you're playing Joku, I really like DJ Moore on the other side. We didn't talk about yeah, him at all, but I, no, if you're didn't. looking for an excuse to play him, I absolutely would love correlating those two together. I like the I like the Njoku call. I didn't know he was that damn cheap. I haven't looked at him yet. Yeah, he's cheap. That's I like the I like the Irv Smith call too with Kirk Cousins on Cousins teams. Packers have been really bad versus they run a lot of zone. They're bad versus tight ends. They've been bad versus tight ends for multiple seasons. And Irv's- uh, the same same thing with the Raiders. The Raiders are going to be sh- the Raiders are going to be insanely zone heavy. They have Patrick Graham uh, from the Giants. They were zone heavy last year because they had uh what's his nuts um oh god what's his freaking name um ah, he was a head coach former anyway. They ran a crap ton of zone last year. They're going to run a lot of zone this year. I uh, like Everett a lot. I don't hate Everett with a Herbert and Mike Williams. Yep. Instead of Palmer. Or you, or you go Herbert, Everett Mike Williams, Eckler, and then throw yeah. Everett on there. To, to I think I think Everett is a very sneaky call. Um, I like that a lot. Where's he's he been some, even like at? like they're like you know season long stuff. Like nobody's actually talked about him. Like and like you look at the you know the four uh, percent. He's a good pass catcher. Cook. they had last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got like 85 targets in that offense last year. Like Dude, nobody Herbert, talked about that at all. Herbert loves tight ends, and Gerald Everett, super touchdowns. athletic that scheme, tight end. That scheme Dude, is made Herbert, for tight ends. Herbert yeah. throws so many touchdowns to tight ends. So actually, I think I mean if you, in, Everett's 3800, which I think is right around where Palmer is. So really, I think going Herbert, Mike Williams, and Gerald Everett would actually yep. be a yeah. Because yeah, then I'll, you then you're not blowing a wide receiver like spot on a 3800 dollar guy. You know, I like it. Your two tight end. I like it a lot. Yeah, and then you run it back with Josh Jacobs, and we all win the bunnies. I like it. I'm good with it. I'm good with. I'm good with. It. Anytime you're, you're throwing, you're attaching your tight end to your QB. I am absolutely one hundred. You've called that for years, and it's, it's always freaking hit. Like, I mean, like, what was the one week you were playing some backup garbage ass tight end? I think it was like Atlanta or somebody like that. Or 
gosh I, I forget it was like the bottom of the depth chart dude and you were like i'm playing him i don't give a shit and then he goes for like 50 and a touchdown i'm like all right fine bow down there you go maddie <laughs> it was a there main go. price guy i can't remember his name it was uh i can't remember oh, dude. Some i can't remember freak. what his name was but i was like oh, after I'm i saw that it. i was like okay yes sir yes sir <laughs> oh god that was funny you remember what year that was was that 2020 2020 i think yeah it wasn't last year. I think it was a year before. That was hilarious, though. I'm going to find it. Anybody else you like out of here, Kev? Are you playing, Kelsey? Are you eating that chalk? Jaden Graham. No, oh, it was Jaden Graham. That's exactly... <laughs> Jaden Jaden freaking Graham of all the randos of randos. But it was right, man. It was a good call. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'll have... I mean, I'll have some because I'm not. I'm not mm -hmm. an idiot. I'm not just gonna, you know. If I if I have some, you know, so I'm obviously gonna have my home stacks. So I'm gonna have some Travis Kelsey. I'm not just gonna, you know, completely fade him. But I'm gonna be underweight to whatever you know his ownership is. Because um, for me, I think my favorite tight ends uh, are, you know, Goddard for sure. I absolutely love Goddard at his price. He's only 4,500. That is way too cheap. I think he should be up here in the 5K range of guys. Um, I like Njoku, and then, like I said, like uh, you know, especially in stacks, I like Gerald Everett a lot. I think that's a very good play. And then um, Irv Smith, I think you know, in, in some stacks with with Cousins, I think makes a lot of sense. But uh, you know, it's it's uh, I have to bring him up because I bring him up every show for the past like eight eight shows we've done. But Brevin Jordan uh, at yeah at thirty one hundred, um, you know, Moale uh, Cox from that game. Yeah, and then uh, are we playing Dan Arnold? Is this a Dan Arnold uh, week? I, I don't think I it is. To. I don't think we have to. I this is a Dan Arnold show, but I can't with how he I was can't. utilized behind Ingram. I can't. I thought it. Arnold was going to be utilized, utilized in tandem, or he was going to have a good yeah. camp. He was yeah. quiet all camp. They, all they talked about was it sounds like they're going to freaking force feed Evan Ingram. Although Evan Ingram is not good anymore, but. So yeah, I can't play. I can't play our our love list, Dan Arnold. What about what about if George Kittle misses? What about this? And this is a a show no, favorite here. Uh, this is Willing? one that uh, goes back to uh, a few years ago. I can't remember. Was that either 2019 or 2020? I think it was 19. Tyler. Oh, Croft. oh god. Oh, Tyler Croft. That's he is he is San Francisco. He's 2700. You, uh, low you, total can play game. Play, you can play players from the lowest total game of the week. I'm not going to do it. I'll play the $2,200 Bears defense. Right, but I mean, how, what would you really need? Let's say, I mean, let, let's say he went, he went, he goes four for thirty in a score at $2,700. Seven, six or seven points. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he probably needs to like, he gets you like one catch for ten, and he gets in the 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 end zone, then you're fine. Like you're not dead in the water. Yeah. But you're assuming the no tight ends go ham too. Yeah, Correct. I mean you don't necessarily you don't have to do it at all. I just saw him, and uh, I'll always have yeah. a special place for Tyler Croft because I think it was I think it was he I think they were playing the Browns. I think if I remember correctly, and the Browns were terrible <laughs> against tight ends, and uh, he was starting, and I know I was all over it. And yeah, there was he caught two touchdowns that day. Yeah, there were some people yeah, like in the industry that like I like, heard like were, were like just shitting all over the Tyler Croft play, and like you're you know you're a fish if you play him and all this well, other stuff kev do you, do you remember when we talked about uh josh allen when he was getting his first start in his rookie year and we talked about he was men price as a qb and we were talking about robert foster upside. baby robert and, foster i remember that you know everybody was saying take take our head-to-heads because we were playing josh allen and how awful of a quarterback he is well my 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 how the turntables
People said the same shit to me last year when I played Tyler Huntley uh, versus the Packers, and I was like, oh, okay. Dude, that game was those... nuts. They didn't want no head-to-heads after that week, baby. That game was the nuts. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's all the tight ends. I don't think, you know, we don't have to spend that much longer on tight ends. So, defense. We're Bears, just going to play. I'm good. Yeah, that's move yeah. on. Men, just give me men. Like the, I, I will not go above. Um, I'll play the Bears, or I will not go above the Dolphins. Just not. Trey Lance can make some mistakes. Lowest total yeah. game of the week. Oh yeah, he can. Give me the Bears. I actually like the Dolphins too at twenty six hundred. They're a little more expensive, but. Or you play the Lions for leverage against the Hurts chalk. I don't hate that either. I mean, really, it's, Bears, it's the just, Bears. It's every week, is, man. The Bears. It's every one, week. Yeah. It's just play the cheapest damn defense yep. out there because they don't and freaking matter. Moving. They don't matter at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wraps up this. But for the first time this year, it is time to build our lineup. We did not do it last week, and here we are. So we have a guest, Debro. We're gonna allow you to start us off here. Oof. Let's build this lineup. All right, let me. Which quarterback am I going with, or who am I going to go with? Um, mm, you know what? I'm going to go Dalvin Cook. That's where I'm going. All right, Maddie. Well, let's let's take it the way that you know Derek seems to want to take this slate, and that's pair the running back with the QB. Kirk Cousins. Okay. Kirk Cousins. He's cheap, man. He's sixty-one hundred. He had some big games last year, too. Dude, he had a crap... T- Dude, we kept playing him last year. Remember, like, how many times in the chat we're like, okay, another another uh, man van week. Let's my, go. My main team's going to end up Kirk Cousins. I can see it now. Yeah, probably mine, too. All right, he's, well... He's 4% in. I'm going to go ahead and just lock more. in Justin Jefferson. Okay. okay. Um, I'll, So, I'll, I'll even us out in that game. Irv Smith. Three-man stack. Okay. We're playing nuclear, baby. Okay, well, if it's going nuclear, somebody on the other side has to contribute. So that would be Aaron Jones. Love it. I like that. Uh, to you, Kev. I don't have it pulled up. How much salary do you have left? Forty-five hundred remaining. So we have Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, and Irv Smith. Forty-five per. We need two receivers, flex, and a D. You want me to take the Irv pick out? No, he's fine. Okay. He's he's cheap. He's thirty four hundred. Oh, he's that low. Okay. Yeah, he's low. I I couldn't remember if he was in the in the mid fours or no. He he's thirty four mid threes. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Awesome. I'm gonna go with AJ Brown. I love it. Uh, how much money do we have left, Kev? Thirty nine hundred. Should we just go ahead and uh, lock Bear, in the Bears D? Yeah. Yeah. Put in Bears D, and then how much? Okay, do we so have? that puts us forty seven fifty for a wide receiver and flex. Um, should I? No, he's too expensive. Who's a men guy we were talking about, guys? One of the Cardinals um, or Wandale. Uh, how much is Wandale? He's men. He's men. Let's go Wandale. Because I, I really don't think we see a whole lot of a uh, ship. So that leaves sixty. That, so that leaves sixty five hundred dollars. Oh, just many stack AJ Brown with Amon Ra. Oh. And the sex is complete. All right. Because you're 300 short of Swift, unfortunately. The Titans play. The Titans play at three, right? Do they play at three? Yeah, they play at three. Okay, yeah, so I'll put Wandell in the flex, then I'll put. Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown. 
which I guess doesn't matter. I could take any of these guys, some of these Vikings and pack or Vikings and put them down here too. So, That's an anyways, so we have four hundred dollars left. It's Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, Wandell Robinson, Irv Smith, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Bears D. Do I love it? We we've got exposure to high total games. Um, nobody's playing Vikings. Um, it's a good day to be great. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I like the team. Well, and getting all these uh, all these chats from Walido. You tossing that in the Millie Maker, Kev? We just gonna split it? Yeah. I got some free. I got some free tickets from. Uh... I did too. I just saw that. I got it today. the The message is like these are about to expire, and I'm like, I didn't know if even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got them. I, I got it from. Ba- I got someone from baseball. So I'm happy. I don't have to play. I mean, I I I, I actually really enjoyed playing MLB DFS this year. I did. I haven't. I really didn't get into it too much. Uh, I blame maddie for that no you blame maddie that's the person you blame yeah. mr live Final. it started so. like right at the beginning of the season like i was we were i don't know how it really started we started talking about it and then all of a sudden i was like you know all right I, i'll give it a shot i'm still and waiting for you to text me nascar plays i'm still waiting for those nascar plays kev well i actually stopped playing nascar because because uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't do it both yeah we blame maddie then we blame and maddie so, <laughs> like i was playing uh, nascar and then i was like you know what and so i think that's actually how it started i think i was pissed off about like a bad week at nascar He's like, oh, you should play MLB. And so I was like, eh, all right, I'll look at it. So I started looking at it. Jeez. Next thing you know, uh, I pretty much played almost every slate since. So, uh, hey, that's awesome, dude. I, I get into MLB for about the first three weeks of the season, and then the, the luster wears off. <laughs> it's just it's just super tilting. Uh, when, oh, it is, man. Yeah. It is. The swings. It's 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 like it's like playing showdown every single t- every single slate because you're like, well, it could be go. Well, oh, you know, run. <laughs> Yep. I will. I will say for like the first month that I played, I was I was pretty hot. Like I, I came really close to taking a couple down, um, but uh, it, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, but I'm happy NFL's back, so we no longer have. So I, so I don't have to play anymore. I can uh, completely shift to the NFL. Yeah, I'm ready to shift too. It's been a long year, oh, a good I'm year, but a long year. I, I finished the preseason on a heater. I also, I almost banked a few tournaments towards the end of the preseason. I'm ready, baby. I'm ready for this. I'm already ready, man. Like, let's, we'll be locking it in uh, Thanksgiving this year. We don't lock oh, it in sure. early. Yeah, we get we get two of them though because Christmas uh, the Christmas Day slate's a three game slate too. Ooh, both of those are amazing slates. I love it, love it, love yeah. it. So I am happy NFL is back. Uh, I see people in our chat already tilting over Cam Makers, uh, completely not doing anything tonight. But it is week one. So, it's, anyways. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on, Derek. Uh, you have to come on a lot more. You have an open invitation uh, to the, the, the. Oh, NFL. dude! I mean, as long as I got as long as I got time and sanity, still. I mean, I'll be here every week, dude. That's good. what I'm talking about. That's what we need. Let's try to get. We'll try to get uh, Ryan on. When we do, we'll have to bring up FD. You know, whenever he comes on, we can't bash FanDuel. It was, I, I think I actually did a pretty good job though when Ryan came on the last. The time. second time. Oh yeah, the first time. <laughs> the first time was not good. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, first we time. were talking about that earlier. I said, "Is Ryan going to be on the show?" And Maddie's like, "I don't know, man. Some things and some stuff happened on the first show." <laughs> I couldn't help it, but then I forgot because, like, that's how that—that that was one of the reasons that, like, they whenever he—I don't want to say it's like the reason, but because the people uh, Fanduel would, would listen. I guess people, the people there would listen to our show, and so mm-hmm. that's where they reached out to because they heard him on that. And so I was like, so I, I didn't really think about the times. Like, man, those people still listen. 
And I just I mean, clearly shit all over FanDuel. It's good to know FanDuel is a pro monologue site. That's good to know, man. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to get Ryan. We'll definitely get Ryan on for at least a couple shows this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Get all four of the band together, um, back together uh, where it should be. So anyways, that being said, hey, we did good. Under an hour and a half. Uh, that That is shocking yeah. for the three of us um, to be able to That's get the entire slate. I know. It's crazy. <clears throat> Yeah. It's crazy. So, next time, anyways, so it means next time we got to double it up to three hours. Okay. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Absolutely not. I'll tap out. <laughs> Maddie's no, like, nah, I got that dad I'm life good. going now, yeah. and I'm going to be up at 3 a.m. No, I'm not about to. <laughs> yeah. I can't go to bed when I'm waking back up. I'm missing out on my bedtime right now for this. Like, I'm well, supposed to go uh, to bed when the baby goes to bed. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, Maddie. All right. Nope. That pre- with that being said, I appreciate everybody checking. I, I appreciate I appreciate everybody checking it out. To, to, checking out today, the show. Junior. Yeah. And I uh, hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys back here for week two next Thursday night. Have a good weekend. Let's win some money. And as Ryan would always say, yeah, yeah. Think you can tell me what to do? You know who you're talking to? Big man, <laughs> treat you like you're a little man. Tell me what to do You know who you're talking to Just stop wanting me to be someone else